Here's a theme song, you know it's not a mean song It's a good song, just as it should song American Brews and Tunes And we are back with a regular Ooh. episode Regular yeah. This is American Brews and Tunes my name is Stephen Johnston. And my name is Jesse Titus. Wow, welcome back, everybody. Regular is always a good thing to be. Yeah, our last episode was not regular. <laughs> no. You but mean I'm like talking, regular when you I'm have like a lot of fiber? Regular regular BMs. Yeah, like when you've been hitting those the prunes? Yeah. The prune juice? I actually bought some dates, not recently, but a while ago. Some oh, pitted I do dates. Like, I do like... They're pretty unless, good. Unless they're bad dates. <laughs> if they're bad dates, then yeah. Yeah. That's not good at all. Yeah, but anyways... <laughs> um, our last episode, we were just talking about some of our favorite albums that we were listening to during quarantine. Yes. Which was a fun episode. That was good. It was. It was a good time. Now we're back with uh, regular episodes where we review one album and one beer. Yes. Um, and this is episode number 95. Fünf und Neinzig. Fünf und Neinzig. For all your German listeners out there. Yes. Who don't know English, but most most countries in Europe learn English anyway. Yeah, because it's As a part just... of their general curriculum. It's just a, a language that we refuse to not speak. Yeah, yeah, we really do. We're not lazy, we're just not ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> I took high school German. Did you take Spanish in high school? I took Spanish in high school, but in fourth grade, I took a couple weeks of German. A couple weeks? Yeah. Ein, I, uh, zwei, drei. I don't remember how to say very much. I remember, to, I remember to ask, I, I remember how to ask how old someone is. Die blaue Jacke. Wie alt bist du? Zum Gewurkstag, viel Glück. I don't know uh, about German. Well, we know a lot of German from singing in choir. Yeah, it's true. But we don't know what, exactly what it means. We just know how to say it. Tobe Welt. Anyway, anyway, enough with that tangent. Jesu, meine Freude. Meines Herzens Was that 25 minute? What was that? Um, uh, Is that a. That's just Jesu Meine Freude. What is that thing called? It's a motet? 25-minute motet? I think so. That's by Bach, right? Yeah, good old J.S. Bach. That was Dr. Bob's favorite song. It was. The Good Doctor. Um, anyway. This episode, Jesse will be uh, talking about an album that I recommended for him to listen to. It is the self-titled and final album from the late band Sublime. Yes. Yeah. Um, if you don't know who Sublime is, you probably do. Yeah, even if you don't you know probably, you probably know some of their biggest songs, which are all from this album, pretty much. Yes, yeah. I mean, there's some other ones, but they're definitely their biggest songs are from this album. So yeah. I'm sure most of you, if you don't know who Sublime is, you've heard a couple songs. Yeah. But, but before, first, before we get to that, we're gonna get to the beer first, of course. Of course, of course. Um, and this week we're gonna be trying a beer from Bearded Iris, one of our favorite Nashville breweries. Bearded Iris? I've never heard of them. We've never what? had that on this podcast. Psych. Never. Um, so it's their beer called the, well, called Wavelength and it is a double IPA. Double IPA? Yeah. That's unusual for them. Yeah. So weird. I'll bet it's hazy too. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, this is, uh, says Vic Secret Citra and El Dorado hops. And what's it called for the It's record? called Wavelength. Wavelength. Yes. Uh, it's 8.3% alcohol by volume. So not exactly a light beer. Um, but I'm sure it's gonna be pretty tasty because... Generally, everything that I've had, actually everything that I have had from Beater Dyers has been good. Yeah, I agree. So we're going to give this a pour here. Yeah, and it is from a can. Most of their beers do come from cans, other than the select few ones they give out at their anniversary parties. 
like the uh, what was the one we tried? Those uh, the rat tat tat and the yeah, which one man in, band, which were in bottles. They're the barrel only, only available then, pretty much. And we have a couple other uh, bottles from them that we're going to be having at some point in time here coming up soon. Yeah, we are. The yeah. uh, wasn't it like a sour? We've got a, like that? a fruited sour and also a couple other barrel-aged ones. Yes. I forgot we still have those. Never forget. We have not had them yet on the podcast. Yeah. But we will. And we also have a couple other brews that are probably going to be aged beers that we'll have on the podcast eventually as well. Yeah. I, I'm going to break out an aged beer for the next episode, but we'll talk about that in a week. Oh, yeah. Anyways. Um, Let's give it a shot. Nose, we'll first smell it. The yeah. nose, it smells like bearded iris. <laughs> yeah, it's really... Uh, Floral and citrusy. Um, yeah. You can smell. It's kind of weird to say, but you can smell the creaminess of the beer. Yeah, does no, that make sense? It's not weird to say. That's exactly what this smells like. The creamy. Yeah. yeah. And if you ever are in Nashville, or if you've ever been to Bearded Iris, as soon as you walk through those front doors, it smells exactly like this. Oh yeah, which yeah, is awesome. Just a really nice smell of hops. Yeah. Uh, it's just so good. It is hazy. Definitely hazy. You were right. Yeah. Um, I've got a nice little bit of sediment in mine, just suspended in the bit. air. If you take a look at my glass, you can see it all just floating. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. a good, hazy, uh, yellow-orangish color. Yeah, I'm excited to try it. I'm, yeah. I'm sure it'll be tasty. So, As we always say on American Brews and Tunes, down the haze hatch. Mm. Exactly as I suspected. Creamy. Wow. Yeah, that's really creamy. Citrusy. It's a little bit more like intense. Yeah. The the, uh, the alcohol flavor. It's there. It's, um, it's a little bit warmer. It yeah, it's warm than and going a normal down. Hazy IPA. Uh, it's not as tasty though. Sm- I don't want to say smooth, but it's a little bit more hoppy than some of the other hazy IPAs. A little bit more aggressive, yeah. Yeah, in a, in a good way. Not yeah. like it, I'm not like oh, it's so bitter, but you can actually taste the hops. Sometimes yeah, yeah, when yeah. you get those hazy IPAs, they really mellow out the hops. Sometimes, well, cause, sometimes cause a lot, too much. Yeah, a lot of the hazy IPAs, they also use like fruit, like mango or like pineapple yeah. or orange or something like that. And a lot of them so put in general, in for that creaminess. Yeah, and so, that can take away from the hops, but not yeah, always. Yeah, so in general, a lot of hazy IPAs, you're going to get a sweeter one, less hoppy. But I think that this one's fairly well balanced. I agree. Um, it's very tasty. So Bearded Iris, another good job. Not surprising, but... Still, <laughs> not surprising at all. Another good job, <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, so let's get on to the album, shall we? I think we shall. Uh, so the self-titled self-titled album from Sublime is their third and final album, like you had said before. Uh, released June thirtieth, nineteen ninety six. Um, the band formed in like eighty eight. Yeah. In Long Beach, California. LBC. LBC. Um, uh, the members are Bradley Noel. Mm-hmm. Uh, on vocals and guitar, Eric Wilson on bass, and I believe you say Bud, his name, Bud Gaw? G-A-U-G-H? Yeah, I don't Gaw? know how to pronounce that. Gaw? 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 I don't know. I think it's, I think it's Gaw. But I'm also assuming. Yeah. Um, Good anyway, uh, the album, if you don't know who Sublime is, uh, they're very heavily like reggae and ska, punk. Dub. Dub based. Like a lot of Jamaican influence. Uh-huh. Also, a lot of punk. There's some punk influence. Too. Yeah, there's a lot of punk influence as well. Um, it's and not that, on this album, but they've covered um, the song "Hope" by the Descendants. Oh, really? Uh, they've covered "We're Only Gonna Die for Our Own Arrogance" by Bad Religion. Okay. Um, so they 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 definitely they're have, fairly well versed. Yeah. Yeah, they they like their um, punk, and all that definitely comes into play on this album for sure. Um, and I think you know it's actually a lot of the songs are actually a fairly good mix of the, of all yeah, those genres. It's as a well. good style. It's a good style of music. 
Um, and uh, one other note before going to the tracks. Um, the lead singer uh, during the during the time of this recording had a, a heroin addiction that he was kind of battling, and that? he died before it was released. Yeah, so this like a is month their, or two before it released. Yeah, a month or two before it was released. Uh, so he never got to know uh, the success of this album. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's true or not, but I remember hearing, and this this is all speculation, rumor. Um, I've never really seen it if it's true or not, but I heard that he um, was having a child, and uh, or maybe had just had a child, and decided he was going to do the rest of his his drugs and be done with it, and then be done with it. Yeah. And that that uh, was too much. Yeah. Well, that's, that's true. Uh, or not, who knows? If it's true, that's really sad. If that is true. That's very sad. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, but also, before you <clears> get into the um, into the meat of the the songs. The artwork is very iconic on this one. I'm sure people have yeah. seen the, the album artwork for this. It's it's the singer Bradley's a picture of his back, and it's got Sublime tattooed across his shoulders. Yeah, and there's a whole bunch of flowers around that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, before I get started, the uh, I like the album. Yeah. After listening to it, I like it. Um, I'm not particularly fond of all the tracks on it, um, but I definitely see why people like the album, why people like Sublime. Yeah. Um, I think it's. I think this album's a couple songs too long, but I can get past. I can excuse that. Yeah, it's got some good substance. Yeah, same here. Um, so, let's start with track number one, which is called Garden Grove, which is a city in California. Uh, you hear a lot of other bands from California referencing this song, or this city, yeah. quite a bit. Uh, we had a song about it from the Mountain Goats when I re- reviewed that one album. Yeah, yeah. We talked about going to get drugs in Garden Grove. Yeah, yeah. And so I mean maybe. I would assume that's maybe where he got drugs as well. Maybe Who knows? it's a CD area. Um, yeah, maybe a CD area. Uh, the song, a couple of these songs on the album almost seem like they're streams of consciousness. Yeah. Like, I guess, I guess there's some of their writing style, like they would just jam in the studio and they just kind of like write on the fly. Makes sense. And so like this song is literally just him talking about things that are going on in his life, like going down to Garden Grove, the city. Going to and just party. like what, just what they're doing yeah. there. Um, it's a pretty, it's a pretty catchy song. Um, the last two minutes of the songs of the song contain samples from a song called Five Nights of Bleeding. I do not know that song. Linton Quessy Johnson. Um, there's actually quite a bit of sampling that goes on in this record. Yeah. Quite a bit of sampling and, and quite a few covers as well. Um, but I'll touch on all that in the later songs. Um, I did not recommend that song, but it's still pretty good though. <laughs> yeah. Um, on to track number two, which is the track, one of the first track that I am going to recommend, which is "What I Got." Very, very popular song. Which was one of the songs. Uh, there's one other song that you, two other songs that you probably know. Yeah. From this album, if you have, even if you haven't heard of Sublime. Yeah. Um, I first heard this song on Dave Mira's BMX game. <laughs> Dave Mira. Um, oh, didn't he pass away a couple years ago? I don't know. Um, look that up. Yeah, I'll look that up while you're continuing. Uh, this is a, this is the quintessential Sublime song. Yes. Um, this is also almost kind of a stream of consciousness song, but not really because there's still kind of a chorus, and the chorus comes back, um, which is "Love is what I got." I say, remember that. Yeah. Uh, he talks about kind of wanting to live a simple life. He talks about loving his dog Lou, which. Lou, the dog, is a Dalmatian, and he comes up quite a bit in the other songs as well. Um, the melody at the in the verses is very similar to uh, the Beatles' song, Lady Madonna. Oh, I'm sorry to, to put a damper on the day. 
Um, Dave Muir did pass away. Oh, no. He died by suicide. Oh. Um, and he was posthumously, posthumously diagnosed with CTE. Which is... That's uh, that repeated concussions that a lot of football yeah. players have. Yoy. That's tough. That's real. And he, I guess he, um, he'd fractured his skull when he was 19, took up boxing and got it hit. Oh, wow. And I mean, he was a bike. He, uh, was a BMX, BMX guy, yeah. That's really sad. I knew he had passed away, but I didn't know that. Yoy. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to detract Sorry from to Sublime. Yeah. To, well, not everything on this album is cheery either. So It's true. It's um, true. But anyway, as I was saying, the uh, the melody is very similar to Lady Madonna by mm-hmm. the Beatles. Lady Madonna. Rising. T- oh. What's that? <laughs> I was going to say rising to the street, but it's... it's Lady Madonna. Children at your feet. Wonder how you manage to, to make ends meet. And the Sublime song is... Early in the morning, rising to the street. Well, that is eerily similar. I had it's never very, thought about it's very that. very similar, yeah. But not the chorus. Not the chorus, no. See how they fly. Yeah, definitely not that. loving is what I got. I said, remember that. Um, yeah, so this is a, just a super catchy song. Yeah. Um, like the second verse was like, I don't cry when my, my dog, dog runs, runs away. away. I don't get angry at the bills I have to pay. I don't get angry when my mom smokes pot. Gets the bottle and goes right to the rock. Yeah. There's a lot of heavy drug reference. Yeah. I'm assuming that was like a crack rock. I don't know. But it's Must be. like they're yeah, they they talk about some dark stuff. Yeah, they definitely do. Um but yeah, that's definitely one of my recommendations. It's a it's a fantastic song. Oh yeah. Um on to my next recommendation, which is track number three, called Wrong Way. Strange song. Um, a very strange song. It's so catchy. It's really catchy. Um this is one of the songs where the subject matter is kind of dark in a way. It's a really happy sounding song. That sounds very happy, yeah. But it's not happy. Sometimes. It uh, it's basically a song about a uh, a young girl who gets put into the life of prostitution by her father. Yoy. And then, um, one of her customers, after getting to know her, tries to get her out of the life, but she doesn't get out of it. Kind of similar um, to Taxi Driver, starring Robert De Niro. <laughs> well, he wasn't a customer, but he saw Jodie Foster, who was a like a Thirteen-year-old lady of the night, yeah. and he uh, freed her from her prison. Yeah, it uh, it almost seems like it's a song commenting about uh, people who kind of grow up in that situation and they don't yeah. know anything else. They don't know any other way of life, and then basically the song title is "That's the Wrong Way." Yeah, you know, and so, um, yeah, it's uh, it's tough. It's yeah. just, it's kind of a tough subject to sing about but but it's so happy like it, you, you can a, be sitting there dancing to the song if you don't listen to the lyrics you'll never yeah. know but yoy there's also a really cool trombone solo oh yeah and then the bass i'm just jamming along to the song in my head yeah it's such a such a catchy song um that is one of my recommendations as well mm-hmm. uh on track number four which is called same in the end oh i like this one it is. It is very good, good. It's a good reggae and punk mix. Yes. Yeah. One of the um, first of a few songs that are like that. Yeah. Uh, it's really fast, and then it kind of slows down for the reggae parts. It's it's really cool, like how how uh, they change tempos like that in the song. Daddy was a rolling, rolling stone. stone. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, from what I can tell, this song seems to comment on someone struggling with a vice, like no matter what that vice is. It's all the same in the end. Yeah, it's all the same in the end, yeah. yeah. Not um, very happy. <laughs> no, it's not, but it's really good, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, on to track number five, which is definitely a heavier song. 
Uh, it's called April 29, 1992. Yeah, a little relevant now. Yeah, pretty relevant uh, now, 18 years later. Yeah. Um, but it's a song commenting on the, the Rodney King riots in 92 in, in California. Yeah. And presum- probably all over the world as well. Not, maybe, maybe that not, one, maybe not that the one world. was just L.A. Cal- L.A. Just riots, LA. yeah. So that's, I mean, there's... yeah. There's not really as much rioting going on now, though. Mm. I think there's more protests. It's more than just riot. protesting, yeah. yeah. Then there was some protests, but then some. And crazy there was riots. a lot of more, a lot more riots. And it was just, for the most part, I want to say, confined to L.A. Yeah. Don't quote me. I don't know either. Remember my American history class, though. I I remembered the date from this because of the Sublime song. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the the way that they're talking about it in this song is is from the perspective of someone who was who was poor at the time. Yeah. Or someone who lived in the hood, as yeah. they said in the song. Uh, they, they say, because everybody in the hood has had it up to here. It's getting hotter and hotter and hotter. Wait, it's getting hotter and hotter each and every year. Getting hotter and hotter and hotter each and every year. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting hearing it from a different perspective. They, they than, loot, uh, loot some stuff. They, 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 uh, Where do you think I got this guitar that you're hearing today? Yeah, they talk about robbing liquor stores. Uh, they talk about looting furniture stores. Mm-hmm. Um, this song's got a groove too. It does, yeah. yeah. It's really, really chill and mellow. The music is anyway for how uh, heavy and kind of aggressive it is lyrically. Yeah, um, it's a really good song though. I like the end when he's riots in the streets of Cleveland, riot in the streets of Houston. And yeah, just, like, just like naming all, the cities. all cities. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Let it burn. Wanna let it burn. <laughs> yeah. It is a jam, but it's of a dark time that's relevant yeah. now. Relevant now, yeah. Still got issues. Yeah. Um, on a track number six, which is another song that you most likely know, called Santeria, mm-hmm. which, if you do not know, is a Jamaican religion. Uh, I know that's it's almost what it like, was, but I don't know what any specifics. I don't know what it is either. Um, apparently, it's similar to Haitian voodoo, is what Wikipedia told me. Wikipedia knows all, so I wouldn't doubt Who knows? Um... But this is basically a song about someone wanting to get a girl back who uh, I guess is his ex mm-hmm. and considering using Santeria, but he doesn't practice Santeria. He ain't got no crystal balls. If I had a million dollars, well, I'd spend it all. And one other thing that um, I didn't know when I was looking at the lyrics is he, uh, he uses this word, Hina, Hina, which is a Hispanic slang for like girlfriend or lover when does he say that in the song um, I, I don't know if i've looked up the lyrics so i, I probably misheard it and sang some different lyric yeah i yeah. think i did as well huh. look it up later i'll look it up at another time um, interesting spelled j-a-i-n-a or sounded as an h-y-n-a like hina 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 so that's a song i also recommend you check out because it's very very catchy yeah it is um on to a, a Song that is pretty crazy. Uh, this one, track number seven is called Seed. Ooh, I like this one. It's, it's uh, fast. It's, yeah, it's a mix of reggae and punk. Um, the subject matter is something that's a little bit less or a little bit more crazy. A little bit weird. Uh, he basically talks about taking a girl's virginity and planting his seed. Um, not exactly sure what the meaning of the song is. But that is what he talks about in the song. If you want to look into deeper meaning, you might want to or you might not want to. Or if you just want to rage to a fast song and then 
enjoy not this, even think the about reggae, the lyrics. the reggae chill chorus then you can do that then as you well. just rage <laughs> but yeah that's that's a good one because it's got that nice little change up of style yeah yeah it's one of the other ones that changes the style up a little bit oh yeah um on to a song that's another cover it's track number eight is jailhouse i did not know that was a cover uh it's a song of two covers uh one i mean it's a cover of two songs uh one is bob marley and the whalers jailhouse from 1965 and tenor saws roll hmm. call i do not know that i guess um so they uh it's really catchy yeah um and i'm norm it's okay doing covers oh yeah there's no you know? no problemo um and the song it talks about rudy rudy's uh which is a uh, jamaican slang for rebellious young people like that's uh there's a like the clash song rudy can't fail yeah that's what yeah. i was just about to say rudy can't fail so I think it's kind of a protest song. Like it talks about like um, not being able to stand up to the Rudies, the rebellious young youth, the rude boy. of the generation, the rude boys. Yep, um, it's a good song. It's not too bad. Yeah, uh, I'm on track number nine, which is probably my least favorite song <laughs> on the album. <laughs> I never make it the whole way through this. <laughs> no. it's a uh, it's a song called Pawn Shop. Down here at, at the pawn shop. shop. It's just over and over again. That's pretty much the entire song, yeah. (laughs) Um, It's basically like an ode to pawn shops. Um, And I guess it's also a slight cover of Vard Around a John Stop by the Wailing Souls. Or by Hmm. Wailing Souls, not the Wailing Souls. Um, But yeah, like I said, it's it's definitely heavy on the reggae style. Um, I guess it's his kind of interpretation of uh of Varda around a John stop. Yeah, but instead um, of that it's a pawn shop. Yeah, instead of that it's a pawn shop. Yeah. It's a very um, chill reggae song. Yeah. It's like seven and a half minutes and it's just like, man, that's a little bit too long. Yeah. But hey. That's let, your, let that's your thing? That's your thing. I let it slide. On to track number ten, which is a song well it's called Paddle Out. It's fa- fast short It's a little bit song, it's right? a little bit faster. It has a little bit of surf surf rock guitars in it. Um, and it's basically a song about all Sublime's favorite surf spots in California. So when we're, if I'm remembering correctly, they double his vocals in a very strange way, and it sounds weird. I think. Uh, maybe. But I could be misremembering the uh, production on this song. But if it's what I remember, it, they, they really do some strange things with his voice. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a pretty catchy song, though. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, just talking about the different areas in California that, that they enjoy surfing. Yeah. Good place for surfing. Yeah. Not Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think there's anything in the Cumberland River that you could surf. No. You could surf the honky-tonks. <laughs> I don't know. Um, on a track number 11, which is called Ballad of Johnny Butt. <laughs> it's a goofy song. Which is also a cover. Oh, I um, didn't know that. It's a cover from the band Secret Hate. I and it's never the, heard of, of the same title. Um, and it seemed, it's kind of a, kind of a shorter song. seems almost like it's kind of commenting on his heroin addiction in a way. Yui. Um, the, uh, the chorus is really good. They're like, we got a brand new dance. Yeah, we gonna overcome. So it's almost like an air of positivity in there. A slight air. And he's saying that like, he's hoping that he'll overcome maybe. Um, on a track number 12. Which is a really goofy song. It's also kind of another stream of consciousness song. 
Uh, it's called Burritos. Definitely stream of consciousness. And I think this it, one's very catchy, but it just goes on a little too long, in my opinion. It is. It is very catchy. It's literally just talking about what he doesn't want to do. Yeah. I mean, how he just wants to stay in bed all day. Yeah. He's literally got no motivation. Um, the chorus of this song ta- mentions skanking. Skanking. There's a lot of weird guitar solos, too. Yeah. He just interspliced all over the place. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's a good song, but uh, I think it's like a minute too long, if, yeah. if you ask me. Um, if you don't know what skanking is, it's a uh, a dance that you would do at a ska show. Oh, yeah. If you've um, never done so, do so whenever you can get the show safe again. Skanking is pretty fun, actually. Oh, yeah. I enjoy doing that dance. Uh, anyway, on to track number 13, which is kind of a different um, approach to their music. It's not as much reggae. It's not as much punk. It's more like alternative like rock, in a way. Mm-hmm. Like It's a little bit heavier. Um, and from what I can tell, the song's about... Someone being under his voodoo. It's I mean, called. That's what it's called. The track under is called voodoo. "Under My Voodoo." <laughs> so I don't know if that's like. Well, he did the Santeria like, business. Now he's under the voodoo. Yeah. So I don't know I if don't it's like. I don't practice Santeria. You're just under my voodoo. voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I actually really like that song. It's pretty catchy. Um. Track number fourteen. It's called "Get Ready." Get ready, cause here I come. So get ready, get ready to cover that song. Yeah, it's it's a largely based on the song "Get Ready" by Frank Frankie Paul. Is that who wrote that song? I guess. I was making a joke about that song. I was singing. Oh, I I don't know if that's actually how his song goes. Oh no, that's an old like Motown or song or something. But there is a song by by an artist called uh, named Frankie Paul called oh. "Get Ready," which is this song is based. So this on. actually is a cover. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was just singing a song called "Get Ready." So get ready, cause here I come. Get ready, cause here I come. That's not what this song's about. <laughs> so get ready, get ready. You've heard that song before, I guess. I probably have. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably not doing it justice. Yeah, I most likely have heard the song. Yeah, it's a big song. Uh, anyway, the song is talks about how they're against the criminalization of marijuana. Um, they one of the lyrics in the song they say if they catch you smoking, they're bound to drop the dime. So I think that means drop like ten years in prison, mm-hmm. right? And then during the song, he's like talking to the crowd at the show and like saying like, "Hey, which one of you people are the are the people who rat on us or whatever?" And he says. Uh, they wait with their fingers crossed for you to break the rules. So it seems like he's like... Hypocrites. Just like saying that he's he is all for smoking weed. Ahead of his time. Yeah. A lot of people are for smoking weed now. Yeah. Well, now it's decriminalized. In quite a, a lot of places and in, in recreationally illegal in some states. Yep. Um, on to track number 15. I mean, he's got two more after that. Long album. It's a long album. Uh, track number 15 is called Caress Me Down. This is a goofy song. Which is a, it's a Spanglish song. So he sings in English and in Spanish. And it's a slight cover? It is a cover, or yeah. A reinterpretation almost? Well, it's a cover of a couple different people's versions of the song. Um, the cover by the band Voodoo Glow Skulls has a song called Caress Me Down. Uh-huh. And then Clement Ayers? I R E I I R I E S has a song with the same Iris? title, Iris, something like that. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of a mix between both of those, but they kind of put their own oh, uh, yeah. feel on it. Yeah. 
Um, not exactly sure what the song's about. I think it's about a girl. Probably. And about a whole bunch of different situations with that girl. I don't know. A lot of it's in Spanish, and I didn't don't know what I was all talking about. Mucho gusto, me llamo Bradley. That's, <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a really interesting song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Uh, it sounds really cool, though. Like it's it's it sounds cool to hear him sing in Spanish as well. Mm-hmm. Um, being, being a Californian, he's probably has been around Spanish. Yeah, more yeah. than we have. I would assume so. Yeah, I don't know how much how, how big the Spanish population was in Minnesota where you grew up. Not very big. I grew up in the suburbs. Man, suburbs of Pittsburgh wasn't too big either. No. Um, on to track number sixteen, which is a remix of the song "What I Got." It's called it's called "What I Got." Reprise. Yeah. And it and is a reprise. It's basically I, an acoustic cover. Yeah. I prefer the other version. I prefer the original one, yeah, too. I'm not sure why they put this on here. I'm sure there's a reason, but it's not for me to know. Who knows? Yeah. Um, on to the last song, Doing Time. I love this song. Which is maybe their most popular song? It's one of them. Yeah, it's up there. Uh, this song hit uh, number 87 on the Billboard 200. Okay, so it's up there. Um, it's been covered by a lot of people, like a lot of people who do like hip-hop, including Snoop Dogg. Lana um, Del Rey Yeah, or, covered uh, it this past year. Yeah, oh really? I didn't yeah. know that. Um, did you know that the main melody was taken from... Gershwin! <laughs> was taken from George Gershwin's song, Summertime. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know who George Gershwin is, he is he was a composer in the early ni- 19th century, 20th century, 1916 to like 1937 or something yeah. like that. Um, so he he wrote a lot of like big bands. That's like a jazz standard. Yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of a lot of vocalists do, do, would know that. Do, 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 do. Yeah, but that's then they the, then the they switch it up is. big time. Yeah, but the very first line they sing is, is straight from from uh, the Gershwin song. Yeah, summertime, summertime and the living's easy. And they go, Bradley's on the microphone with Ross M.G. All the people in the dance will agree that we're well qualified to represent the LBC. Me, me and Louie. That's his dog. Louie, another reference to yeah. Louie, yep. Um, seems like uh, it's a song about being in a, well, he says in a bad relationship with a girl. I um, love her so bad, but she treats me like, like sh- I don't know why they edit it there. Because they knows? don't need to, but they yeah. do. A lot of people speculate that it's about his relationship with drugs could be um could be. but you know who knows does that make sense it makes sense yeah. i guess yeah um that's my honorable mention well actually i'll just i'll just recommend it <laughs> okay so i have four recommendations mm. um pretty much all their singles <laughs> all their singles well they're singles for a reason they're really good songs yeah yeah, yeah it's just the same shame that he passed away before this one was released i'm, yeah. I'm curious what would have happened otherwise I'm guessing they would have still probably made music. Yeah. Would it have been as successful? Maybe. Probably. I don't know. True, yeah. You, got, you have, always have to think about that. Would they have made more albums and fizzled out? Because this kind of c- cemented them in that like that status, like that legend status. Yeah, it cemented them in like greatest 90s bands or like yeah. greatest like ska, reggae, yeah. punk what, bands. What if they put up like more albums and that were not good and kind of like fizzled out and yeah. that would... It tarnished and then people would have just been like, "Man, remember Sublime in the '90s? Ah, oh, they, they so used much to be better. so good. Yeah, yeah. But they, I mean, I don't ever wish that someone dies, but because he did, I think that definitely it put definitely them on a helped. Different, different some, status. Yeah, yeah, it definitely helped put them on the map. Well, maybe not on the map, but it helped cement them as as legends. Mm-hmm. Um, I overall really like this album. Uh, I always like to say if I would bring it on a road trip, I probably wouldn't bring this song on a road trip. I mean, this album on a road trip. Um, if I had to choose like 10 albums, 
Um, but if I had to make playlists for a road trip, I would put... There'd be some stuff would, on here for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. I would definitely put those on. Yeah. Especially if it was summer and, you know, yeah. it was nice out. Like, definitely the summer... Uh, What's it called? The last song? I literally Doing just time? said it. Doing Time. Yeah. I would definitely put that on, oh, that's such on a good the playlist. One. And I love, at the very end of Doing Time, there's some clips from some of their other songs that they put in there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Really, take a really good stuff. Me. Take, a, take a tip, take a tip, take a tip, take a tip from me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, overall, a really good, really good recommendation. Yeah. And I know that uh, out of all the rest of their albums, I would say this is the best one front to back. Yeah. Um, their other albums, they do some weird stuff. Really? And I think their their debut album, they were in in school i can't remember the name of the college they were going maybe long beach state university or whatever it was yeah um but they were recording it at the uh at the college for free i think they were just going in after hours and recording it huh that's pretty cool good use of time it paid off apparently yeah Um, but yeah some of their older stuff is worth checking out um i'm sure you know a couple of the older songs but i think i probably do this is definitely i'd say their their biggest album for sure yeah i mean it's the one that had the most songs that i knew on it from before so well, looking forward to next week, uh, you had recommended an album for me to listen to. Yep. Which was? Which was? These Four Walls uh-huh. by, we were promised, Jetpacks. Yeah. Or as they would say, These Four Walls. <laughs> They're from Scotland. Scotland. Yep. So yep. look forward to that next week. Um, you want to finish this beer? Yeah, let's finish this beer. All right. Um, as we always say on American Brews and Tunes, people down the hatch. Ah, once again, my name is Stephen Johnston. And my name is Jesse Titus. We'll see you next week. Oh! Here's a theme song. You know it's not a mean song. It's a good song. Just as it should song. American brews and tunes. Shibbity-beeby-dab!